Salutations, everyone! Welcome to the program! It is Ed and Sean, and a very special guest. It's time for a Geeksters! Nice hit it, it's not even October. <laughs> and welcome to episode 330 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. And with us tonight is a special guest, friend of the show, Dave Sipon. Hola, everyone. <laughs> well, hello. Hey, hello. Welcome to the program, everybody. And Dave. Thank you. Um, how was everybody's week? Anybody want to start off what they were doing this week? Anything fun, special? Um, I we watched, Stacey and I watched the latest season of Black Mirror on Netflix. Okay. Very good. She was kind of bummed out. There was only three episodes, like three one-hour episodes, because like, it's been like a year. Yeah. But she forgot that when she started watching it, she binge-watched all the seasons put together. Right. And first season, three episodes. Right. <laughs> oh, wow. About an hour. <laughs> um, this, this season was, was, was pretty good, provocative. Last one had Miley Cyrus in it, which was, it was my favorite out of all three episodes because she played a pop star. Right? <laughs> like, I know, real stretch, but it was kind of a dark twist on her character because it was about, like, her manager. It was about this actually girl who... Who basically is new in town, and her fe- she wanted a um. She has an alter ego as a. It's a robot. It's no, no. It, here it is. It's a robot, right? Mm-hmm. And it's got an AI, and the girl, you know, becomes friends, and the girl, and of course, you know, the the robot is all full of positivity. Like you can do it. You look great. This is awesome, right? And the girl, it accumulates with this girl doing like a um a show, um, on, like wearing a, a wig. Well, yeah, well, the girl wears a wig, but she's doing like a little dance number, um, and it, she's horrible. She's completely horrible. Okay, and she at the very end she kind of falls and she's all embarrassed. Now she has a, a like the story. The family dynamic is uh, two sisters, uh-huh. dad who spends all his time in the basement trying to uh, perfect a humane mousetrap. Oh God! Mother passed away. You know, mm-hmm. um, few about few months ago, but it caused them to leave town for whatever reason. Um, so the girl has no no friends. So this robot, who she's a big fan of Miley Cyrus's character, which I forget the girl's name. I forget her character's name. Um, and it accumulates into her and buying this this little robot. You know, it's like kind of like um, I Google Home or Alexa, except it has like a real full blown conversation with you. Mm. So of course, you know, this all accumulates to the girl having a little the horrible performance, and no one laughs, but everyone's like you know politely going. You know, like right, the, yeah, the polite, like, you know, right. like you're you're 15 you years old. Here you yeah, go, like, yeah, yeah, right, right, right. So her older sister, not older by much, is kind of like mad at the fact that you know you embarrassed yourself because this doll told you this talking doll could you know make you do it. Mm. And while all that's going on, there's something going on with Miley Cyrus's character and her aunt slash manager, right. and it accumulates into this this nice you know with Black Mirror. There's always like a, a, a it's Twilight Zone for the 21st century. Yeah. And there's that twist where you're going, that was good. But my favorite part about the whole episode is that she is singing her latest hit. And 
Are you guys Nine Inch Nails fans? Okay, he's Other got... than Hurt, no. Okay, because he's got a song called Head Like a Hole, all right? Mm-hmm. And the reason why I'm bringing it up is because she's singing a song, and it's using the same melody, the same rhythmic tracks, and I'm going, I'm laughing my ass on Saints of 45. I'm like, I know that song. That's... I hope they paid Trent Reznor, you know, some money for that. They like, pulled a Vanilla Ice on them. No, they didn't. Because in the end, there's a reason for her them using that song. And I'm okay. like, you guys are fucking genius. And then the fact is, I'm like, no, nah, I kind of want to get that Miley Cyrus version of that song because it's really good. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, it, it, it starts off all poppy. Let's see if I can get a, let's see. Um, he's, I'm gonna, weird. he's weird like that. You guys, uh, you guys uh, talk some talk ourselves while I look around. What's, uh, that's what I was doing. What else you guys been doing? Well, Ed, um, I saw, you might not find this a big of a deal, but knowing that I'm a horror fan, maybe you will. I finally seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Next Generation, with Renee Zellweger and Matthew wow, McConaughey. That's old. Yeah, and Dennis Hopper. But Dennis, no, Hop- Dennis Hopper was in two with, oh, with, uh, with okay, Bill Mosley. Like, oh, right. I am surprised. So not seen I that. finally can, after all these years, you know, because I've met the original Leatherface, yeah. I've met many of the cast, but I can finally say I've finally seen all the Texas Chainsaw Massacres and the remakes and the prequels and the sequels. Uh, that uh, really shocks I me. I finally you, got you around you to it. You haven't seen that. I'm, it really, really boggles my mind because you, know, so you figured, like, you would check off all these things on you, like, figured, I, like, if it up, I don't know for sure if you've seen it. Like, yeah, you've seen that one. Right, right. So, right. That's so, kind of uh, wild. And, so how and was it? Was overall, it was a bad movie. And <laughs> it really was. But Wait, I saved it for last. Other than, he had a... Matthew McConaughey had a bum leg, uh-huh. so he made like Told a. Told me get a job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I see what you did there. <laughs> so you know he's one of the crazy family members. Yeah. So out of like trash, I guess that he he steals from his victims and their cars and stuff. He makes like a robotic um, leg brace. Oh, okay. And but it's like remote control controlled right. with like tv remotes okay. like that made it a little like that kind of took you out of the realm of believability <laughs> you know First, that matthew mcconaughey was building something but, like that is, for me that's sure, right, or, right, or, right, or a country right. bumpkin to begin with all that right. eats people all right. right all right let me get my clicker yeah click, we get click, it. click. <laughs> and renee zellweger grabbing the other remote and his leg going crazy was kind of funny but it still <laughs> took you out of the realm of reality sure right. so yeah, okay. but i gotta say other than his weird leg scenes, he was a great character. He's what, in my opinion, saved the movie. Okay. And that is why he is Matthew McConaughey today, Oscar winner Matthew <laughs> McConaughey, because you got to start somewhere. Look at the Jennifer Aniston start off in Leprechaun, the movie. That's right. You know, so you got to start somewhere. Yeah. So, so uh, Did you find the song I, yet? I found the song. Yay. Let's see. Does the song sound familiar at all? Yes, it does. Okay. Yeah. So I'm, I'm like going, I know that rhythm pattern. I'm like, I know this song. But it just ain't it. There you go. Okay. So now. So what song is it from? I will. I'm going to. 
Okay. Okay. He's gonna mount, now he's going to play the right. actual okay. song. The build-up is driving me crazy. Well, I don't really know Nine Inch Nails too well, so. Yeah, not really. I mean, I know some of their songs. I don't know. Like, oh, cool. Nine Inch Nails, yeah. I got to go. Yeah. <laughs> F me like an animal. <laughs> no. That's kind of like, that's how, like, Charles Nelson Riley. There you go. It's not. It's it's Trent. It takes a little bit to get in there, but it, it starts when 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 he starts singing, he listens to the rhythm pattern, right? And I'm like, I'm like, I'm hold on. Yeah. Then yeah. <laughs> yeah, it keeps coming in right after this rhythm part. Memory serves you right. Stacy's never heard this song. I'm going, this is like his first real big hit. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm hoping someone paid that money because here's the hook. Ready? All right. All right. Yeah, I think we got it. All right. So I'm like, well, that's interesting. Why did they do that? And at the end of the at the end of the episode, you find out why. And I'm like. Oh, genius. <laughs> Would you like me to spoil it? Yes. All right. I'm like, we're building us all up. Might as well, right? Yes. All right. So. I'm, I'm thinking you're going gonna to go somewhere else and not remember to tell us. No. So at the, end, at the end of the episode, it's about Miley Cyrus wanting to change her music from this poppy thing to this. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, I gotta be honest, kind of like that version. That's a nice cover for yeah. her. Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. but it was it, the episode itself was great. And they had uh, that was one episode. Then they had like uh, um, Falcon in another episode, which was really, really weird. Not weird, but more like, whew, it was strange. Like it was one. It was like your typical Black Mirror where you guys have been friends for a long time. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to... You guys, Dave is your best friend. All right? Every year he comes... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> well, okay. Sorry, you're wrong <laughs> that one, buddy. Right. I'm more like Teddy at Bob's Burgers. I think I'm his best friend. <laughs> okay, well, there's... And a Bob's list. like, no, you're not, Teddy. <laughs> That's right. Say, there's, a, there's a moment in your life where you two and your wife live together. Okay? You're roommates. You're on college. You got you and your wife are dating... He's like the, the not the odd man out, but he's in his, he got his own room. You guys and you guys have your own room, right? Mm. Eleven years we passed. would never survive, right? But, <laughs> but the thing is, like, and when you're in college, you two your favorite fighting game was this thing called Striking Vipers. Okay. It was basically a Mortal Kombat ripoff. Right. Mm. You guys pretend to play it for hours and hours and hours. Okay. Fast forward eleven years later, right? It's your birthday. 
he comes over with the latest version of, of Striking Vipers, right? Yeah. And except now it's in VR. And it's, you know, it's this new VR type thing, right? And they, you, both of you have your favorite character. You play a guy named, like, Jake, who's, like, your typical standard Ryu kind of character. Uh-huh. And you play more like a Sonya Blade character. That's your characters. You're always mm-hmm. fighting, right? Bing, yeah. bang, boom. So you, on your birthday, you know, you get this. He gives you the gift. Like, hey, happy birthday. Boom, right? So the next thing you know, he goes in, tries the VR, and it's, it, you can feel the punches and everything like that. You can feel everything. Yeah. That you're sounds not, fun. You're not getting hurt or anything, right? Okay. So like your body, you'll, you'll feel the, the you'll feel everything, but you know you you're not feeling it, pain per se, right? You feel the pain of getting punched, but you're not getting hurt. Like okay. you know, like the blood on your face dries up next round and all that kind of stuff. So it's very, it, very, very realistic and violent, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So two of you start fighting. Next thing you know, the two of you were making out. <laughs> and then next thing you know, the two of you are doing it. Like and 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 wow. Well, and then all what of a sudden, it, it's all yeah, of a sudden. I'm not liking this at all. <laughs> so it, it, there's this real deep like these two of them start having kind of. <laughs> Dave just reached across the table. <laughs> it, it it becomes like you this, should see how Redhead's face is right for now. like for like the next like six or seven months. Switch seats. <laughs> the two of them have like kind of he's cheating you and you're now you're now who was once your girlfriend is now your wife. Yeah. So like now you're having an affair on your wife virtually with your best friend. And you are trying to keep it on your on the down low, but you, every night you guys are logging in. You guys, you know, and it gets logging in more ways than one. Right. And it's it's this real, it's like this real deep. Like you're kind of going, wow, I wasn't expecting deep, that. Huh? Like yeah, real deep. And it's it's then they kind of break up, you know, in in a way. And it's it got real like whoo. It was it was really it was really good episode. I'm like, wow, that's the one you're starting off with. And what was the episode called? It was called Striking Vipers. Striking Vipers. Right now, the middle one. What was the middle one? Jeez, the middle one wasn't that good. That's probably <laughs> that's, I mean, that's so always, memorable. You always remember the first one. You always remember the last one. The one in the middle. Maybe I choose one. They only do three episodes. Jeez, <laughs> um, what was the middle one? Shit. So how long is an average episode? An hour. An hour. It is an hour, but it's funny for some reason. Maybe because they they do a, like, it's mostly drama. Like halfway, I didn't realize that we were halfway. It felt longer. Like the Molly Cyrus episode was. I'm like, wow. Like when there's the turn, mm-hmm. it's halfway through the episode, and I'm like, wait, it's only half. We're halfway done. I'm like, holy shit, where are we going with this one? Like, because I'm a big fan of the Twilight Zone. So in the Black and Mirror, Cyrus, right? Um, you know, I mean, yes. you know, yes. she wants the best of both worlds. Who can have a complainer? Like, <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's you're kind of like it's. As a person who really loves the Twilight Zone, any kind of, you know, Sixth Sense movies, you know, those kind of movies where you're like, what? I didn't see that coming. I'm always a big fan of. So, you know, it was, it was, it was really, really good. So, like, halfway through, I'm like, all right, now there's a... F-. My favorite part of that episode is how many F-bombs Miley Cyrus drops in a span of 30 seconds. Wow. It was like she freaks, she flips out on her aunt slash manager and is dropping F-bombs left and right. I'm like, Miley, what would your father say? <laughs> what did Billy Ray Cyrus what? say? You're an achy break in his heart. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, outside of the watching that, um, nothing. Nothing at all. Stacy and I, we were supposed to go do something today. I had off today. Yeah. Um, specifically because my job this week is E3. And for those people who don't know, it's um, I think it's the what's the the, the, the official name. It's some of the Entertainment Expo, Electronic Entertainment Expo. 
E3, I think it's. Uh, okay. I think that's the breakdown of the three E's. Uh-huh. Um, and it's where every all the vendors come out and go, hey, look, this is what we're doing this year for Christmas. Or we got some new game coming out. Guess when it's coming out. Or, hey, here's a trailer for a game that we're working on. We just don't know when it's going to come out, a la Last of Us 2, like, you know, right. like a year ago. Um, so it was like, oh, all right. So now Microsoft's was today. But for whatever reason, my job wants me to run. They said, okay, we need you guys off Sunday, and we need you off Friday. We want you to work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday for E3s because there's, you know, new games are getting announced. They want to make sure that... Um, you know, we take care of the customers, and it's the best people on board going, hey, sure, we'll, you can re- pre-order that, and we'll know, we'll help you out. It's like your E3 connection kind of thing. Right. So today, because I was off, Stacy and I were planning to get married, and we were supposed to go to this open house, um, like, small little white chapel thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, last night, she's like, I don't think we should go. I'm like, why? <laughs> like, all of a sudden... Like, I mean, now granted, I didn't take off from work for this. It was just, it was a happy accident. It, yeah. I was already, felt- I was already taken off to do this. And then when E3 said, this is what your schedule should be. And I was like, I, ironically enough, I'm already taken off that day. It's easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Right. You know? So last night, her and I were having, at dinner. She's like, I don't, I don't, I don't think we should go. I'm like, well, wait, why? You know, she's like, well, there was a package that she was interested in getting for, you know, the wedding. Mm-hmm. But the last time she spoke to the woman, the woman said, it's a small place, and they add, they do like this whole thing where you can kind of this is kind of bullshit for the people at home, I guess. Um, there's like this package deal where you can actually have like a long event, food and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and it never works out for this little chapel thing. It winds up people to treat the place like shit, food uh-huh. everywhere. So the woman's like, "I'm not doing this anymore." The place really can't do it. So that was the one package that Stacey was interested. in. It was like a one stop shop for the wedding thing. Right. Mm-hmm. We, she still wants to get married there. We still want to go take a look, but the next open house isn't until September. And she's like, I already know I kind of want to go. What's what's the point of going there and looking around going, yeah, this is what we want when we don't really know. We have to start, like, saving up for it and we can't book it, you know, because when you book it, you have to give half in advance. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm like, okay. I'm like, you're not getting cold feet, are you? And she's like, no. I, you know, <laughs> she's like, I she's just... down to play the back to Texas right now, folks, <laughs> as we're recording this. On Sunday night, yeah, she's going to come home like, baby, where are you? <laughs> <laughs> she's got her little perler bead business going on the side. And a little business making little tchotchkes and earrings and necklaces. And, you know, I'm like, all right, have fun. And so I left and she was doing that. She was getting packages, getting ready to send out packages. Yeah. Yep. Entrepreneurship. There you go. <laughs> start somewhere. Yep. You always got to start. Every good place starts in a basement. Or a garage. Yep. Yep. Look at Geeksters. <laughs> it's been six years now we're still in the basement <laughs> this is a slow startup company <laughs> i'm trying to think what else we've done um I, well thursday thursday we we, 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 we finished uh rampage yeah we finished rampage that's where dave uh watched the last half hour with us but mm-hmm. you already saw it in the movie theater i saw it in the theater okay yes. what did you think about it like overall as a movie overall i thought it was a very fun movie it okay. irritated me i i felt like it could have been a little bit more truer to the video game mm. where humans became the animals. Right. You know, George, oh, yeah. George is gray, the foxes. Like, I just didn't see the need for for the changes when you're trying to base it right. on the video game. Okay. Yeah. But other than that, I thought for PG, because, you know, PG-13, you could only go so far. Right. I thought it was... Good, senseless fun. I thought it was better than the past two Godzilla movies. I haven't seen the current one yet. Right. 
But um, I thought the effects were good. I thought it. I thought the characters were halfway decent and right. kept my interest from beginning to end. I know it kind of fell apart a little bit at, near the near the end, well, but it was still zany. It was I still was gonna crazy. Seg- I was going to segue into Ed. What did you feel about the movie? <laughs> I should have. I should have not watched the last half hour. <laughs> I was intrigued. Like I, 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 I'll suspend belief that Rock was a was a gorilla expert. <laughs> You know, kind of thing, and it was sign language. It could talk like it's like, yeah, that that was really far fetched me to like like picture that. And I'm like, all right, whatever it is, it is it's a, a popcorn just, movie. I was you like, know. do you have a problem thinking that big, strong, muscular men can also be smart? A lot, <laughs> roles, a lot of his roles are not like high intelligence kind of roles, like because it's he's so an that's not the self image he gives himself, right? Like it's it's it's, it's like a lot of things, okay. Like central intelligence with right. uh, uh, Kevin Hart, right? He sounded like an idiot through the half that movie, right? Really? We should do like that's how he sounded like through <laughs> central intelligence. So that carries now on for the next like couple roles that I see him in, you know that okay. kind of thing. So it's like, but I'm like, all right, you know what? I'll get by on it because special forces they threw that in there, and I'm right. like, that I buy, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> and he protected gorillas, you know, through you sure. know. So okay, like I can kind of. Like all right, kind like, of, all right. You're painting enough of a picture that I can kind of. I'll, I'll go I, with it. I can, I can like let go of that. It would have been like, more believable if he was the guy that fed the gorillas, <laughs> right? So, yeah, all those lines, you know, like clean up the poop shit, you know, all right, or whatever. But that's just like, it's like, yeah, okay. But then it was like we, of course, you, we had to stop because of what happened last week. We mentioned the last episode, so if you want to find out, watch that. Listen yeah. to the last episode. Uh, then we watched the last half hour, and the bad guys got killed. I'm going to spoil the whole thing. Sure. I mean, well, it's been out long yeah. enough. If you haven't seen Rampage now, spoilers. Yes. <laughs> uh, the, the two main bad guys, and they were both terrible bad guys. There were deleted scenes that we watched after the movie that right. should have been in there that would have painted a better picture of those two evil people in the in the film. Right. It, mm-hmm. it did give you more of a, a better idea of her evilness. Yeah. And I just the problem is I thought the guy who plays her brother – just should never been cast. Like he I, was, I think he was the guy from the office. Like the last season, they added a bunch of guys, and there was the guy named I, Pete on that. Right. He, he was dating the secretary, and the manager was like involved. It was like a whole like yeah, like I'm back and idiot. forth. <laughs> and like like he's he's like he's like one of those like like wall the flower kind of wallflower kind of people, right? Like, kind of thing. And I like, get a role like this. It's like yeah, like he is the mismatch. Like I don't know if he. They owed a favor or something like that, or he was contracting, obligated to do this, or I don't know, guys. Yeah, I don't know. Like he just, he seemed like the spoiled rich white dude businessman that's kind of a douchebag in all like those eighties R rated comedies. Like it almost feels it, like it was it, now that you're you're painting too nice of a picture of that. That like, oh, okay. like he's a bad version of that. Like like <laughs> if you wanted that, you would have been like, all right, I, he, I get that. But uh, Jake Lacey is his name. Yeah. He is. Uh, I'm looking. Is he uh, in the office? I'm. I'm, well, I'm looking. He. Uh, I believe I'm looking. I'm looking. He was in Johnny English Strikes Again. I didn't see that one yet. <laughs> That's a third one, right? Uh, yeah. Let's see. Keep going. Keep going. Um. So yeah. So so when they like like to me it was like like when they the way they got killed too were, were both both horrible deaths. But it's like really like. Like the look and the girl, like I could see, like kind of thing, because they they put the antidote in her purse and the gorilla ate up. And like through the whole movie, the gorilla didn't eat a person, and all of a sudden she's, he's going to eat her. And you're like, really? Like, right? Yeah, yeah. That was a stretch. And you're going, okay. And Ed, you are correct. He was in the office right. for 21 episodes. So it was probably a season. Last season, yeah. His name was Pete Miller. Yep. There, good job. Yeah. I, I, as soon as I saw him, I'm like, oh, he's terrible. <laughs> he just, oh, <laughs> like he just was not good. Like I, I mean. 
And, and of all the characters in that movie, he was one that kind of pulled me out of it the most. Every then, time he was on screen, I was like, I, and I, Jeffrey D. Morgan was the FBI agent in this yeah. movie. And, uh, he was like playing it's like some like like FBI Texan. <laughs> people who know he's Negan on The Walking Dead, or he is a, a Dean and Sam Winchester's father. Yeah, <laughs> or the comedian from Which Watchmen? But, but, right. So he's he of course he like he the he, the the guy the bad guy has like a laptop and a big bag and he's got a a, a mouse or some kind of gerbil or something like that and the, it was and a, it was a rat it, it was, was a rat a, it was a, rat. a rat. rat is a main character in Rampage too okay yes and he's carrying it out and of course the the, the Jeffrey D Morgan plays the FBI agent stops him at the bottom he goes I was just gonna go up to rescue and he goes well if you give me the laptop you can go right and he goes well, let me take that little fellow from you as well like uh, hold on to it right so he takes that both of them and the guy's like great like I could just get out of here stupid. And then, uh, like, he times it, and he, like, you see him leave, and all of a sudden, this big, huge piece of the building fall and splat, and there's blood that spits all over the door, because it's a glass door, so you see all the blood. And I'm like, it was a cool effect, but I'm like, how did he know? Like, right, how- like, your timing has got to be that perfect to know that the piece of the building was going to fall at that moment. You can't see anything. You're just like, watch this. And you, you get across your fingers and go, yeah, go ahead. And then he willingly murdered somebody. Right, it was premeditated. If you think about it, it's like, like I'm going to get rid of this guy. Watch, how I'm going to get. I'm going to make this guy act. Part of the building is going to fall. Watch, I'm going to plan it all out. I'll take this. I'll take that. Go ahead, go ahead. Wham! Premeditated murder. <laughs> God forbid the little rat had to get squashed. In well, a he was, he's an animal movie. lover. He's yeah. An, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, no rats were hurt in this film. Yeah, <laughs> like they had to put that in there. Humans, yes. Humans were killed, murdered, cold blooded, a lot. Eaten, pooped out, and then uh, of course, like the end, like you know, of course, George now becomes the the, the gorilla becomes you know like because he drank the again. antidote, so That's, he's his happy right. self again. Yeah, yeah. So now he helps fight the wolf and the uh, crocodile. crocodile, and of course, they mute it to like these enormous. You know, super super beast uh, uh, thing. Yeah, like the, and George just got a little know, bit bigger. All these spikes came out of the gator. The, the alligators. And, the, uh, the wolf flies. The gets, wolf gets grew wings. wings yep. now, like it's flying squirrel. They, like not flapping flying. They did say in the movie that they did work with different strands of DNA and that there is a possibility of mutation. But you have two out of the three get mutated and George is just the big white ape as always okay. well do you think you know? it was because George drank the antidote so his mutation stopped to it at a point no, no I don't because think so of that, because, it, because before he drank the mutation they were already at those full mm-hmm. like sizes like already okay. it wasn't like that, they that's were, a good point and you do see the wolf kind of glide fly in like in a background shot when um, Joe Mangliello Sofia Vargas husband um is trying to hum down. There's a moment where the thing flies like real quick. You, yeah. you blink and you miss it. So you go, oh, the thing flies. But you know, for the rock, when the first time it happened, he's like, oh, of course, the wolf flies. <laughs> <laughs> you smell what the rock is cooking? <laughs> Rampage. <laughs> and then, and then, of course, at the end, the, the gorilla lives. Sure. You know, out of all spoiler. Of and you go, I'm like, I'm like, the gorilla should have died. Like, you know, not not to be mean, you know, like I, I say, it's just like, what do you do with a giant gorilla now? Like anything you want. <laughs> <laughs> anything he wants. I do think that maybe there was an original version. Like we saw all um, deleted scenes, but 
Did they pick the deleted scenes? Not all the deleted scenes. So I'm, I, part of me feels like that there was a version out there where George did die, and people were and like, people were test audiences like, no, the giant gorilla's got to live because he's a friend of the rocks. I'm like, all right, well, we'll go back and film it again. Right. You know? <laughs> oh, and that weird gag reel where, where George ripped off his head like a mask and it was the rock's head underneath. Yeah, it was like a little womp, 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 womp. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the other deleted scene with um, the octopus I found very strange because how would you incorporate that into the sequel unless uh, they attack the city of Atlantis next time? I don't know. Like, I think they just, at this point they wanted a bumper. Probably that's the reason why it landed on the cutting room floor. Right. It would have been more interesting, though, if like when the guard, the, 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 the army soldier that walked away with the rat. Right. If like something spilled on the rat and you see the rat's eyes glow or yeah. start to get a little bigger. Yeah. Or but like an octopus was so out of place. Yeah. Like you could have done it. You, I agree. You could have done it better. Like, you know, you cut to the guy with the rat and the rat's like double the size. And he goes, weren't you smaller? You know, and then like you cut away and you come back and the thing's like pushing, you know, breaks out. It would have been, that would have been a better end of a, oh, there could be room for a sequel. Not what they gave you. I think they just, the reason why they did just did that is because it gives audience a member, audience members to watch Alexander Daddario in a bikini top. <laughs> oh, could you imagine seeing that if, in 3D? Oh my Jesus. <laughs> If you really want to see your topless, you should look up the first season True Detective. Of True Detective. Right. Yeah, we all know about True right. Detective, but I'm saying imagine that in 3D. Three double D. That is my Ted Knight laugh. Oh, and she's connected <laughs> to Texas Chainsaw Massacre also. She was in the remake. Yeah, she, uh, she was, was in the Re- yeah, she was in Jessica the reboot. Beale? She was in the reboot, and then there was a, two sequels after that. So, yeah. and it all comes back down to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and there double D titties. You know. <laughs> so, uh, what else have you guys been up to? Uh, well, today I saw a movie. Well, what'd you see? I saw Dark Phoenix. <laughs> all right, Ed. How was it? I okay. thought. It was- all right. Okay. 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 Ed, I heard nothing but bad. Okay. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Really? I thought it was I thought it was a not I don't think it was the top X-Men movie of all the X-Men movies, okay. but it's up there. It's not a story that everybody likes and that's the problem. Like that's I like like I like I right away I got it. I like I liked it because of the way it was. Uh-huh. But then I go, I know why people didn't like it. Like 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 I knew both sides of the coin. Like I knew like I enjoyed it highly. Like it had every beat that that I like the you know, special effects were great characters were right on you know there right. was just there was a lot of that like early x-men phases and it's just like that's the thing like a lot of people remember this kind of stuff and that's the the thing like they go dark phoenix you know she thinks for this thing and blah 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 and she gets this power to, and it's like yeah but it's just like it's not that exciting of a story like it wasn't really a seller like you know it's like sure. it's like well there's like memory like like people remember fondly but they don't remember why it was fondly remembered right like, they just remember oh dark phoenix because right around the days of future past so it was a good it was a good story you know you're like right yeah you know there was hit misses you know right it was spoiler in the end well i mean all right this is what i've heard on the word on the street ed yeah is that they redid x-men the last stand except they made it worse um they jennifer lawrence looks like she's just bored the entire movie you know, um, and that's and that it wasn't good. Oh, see, there's see, was it better than Last Stand? I thought it was better than Last okay. Stand. I, I I enjoyed. It. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't a high pack adventure movie until like the last the twenty last minutes third of the movie. Yeah. The, the, the last third they had to redo from the beginning. Yeah, I yeah. mean that that was like you know, 
it, it was it was a lot of build up, and it was and it was it was a lot, a lot of different stories that you had to follow what was going on uh, throughout. So it was and, a thinking man comic book. Exactly, exactly, and it's and that's the problem. Like, like, like yeah, people, some people don't want thinky. That's why right. a lot of people don't didn't like Endgame because it was too slow to that big build up where you, it's like you got a lot of bows you got to tie off. Right, there's a yeah. lot of there's a lot of a lot of things you got to you know you know you got to see where where Magneto is in the story. Right. You got to see where you, you know set up all those dominoes before you can knock them over. Right, gotcha. And, and I would say that I found it highly enjoyable. I mean, I'll, I'll of course it's going to be part of my collection because I have all the other X Men movies. So why not? <laughs> right. But I mean, like I said, I thought it was a great movie. How was uh, Nightcrawler and Dazzler on screen? Was Dazzler Since in it? Dazzler was in it. Yes, she wow. was. Yeah, but she wasn't. She was a background character more than anything. <laughs> She's in it. always a background character. But I mean, I, I would like to see more of her because it was. It was. It but how was Nightcrawler compared to the original X Men? Because I always thought his effects uh, his, were cool. Yeah, his was great. That whole character in like in did, it, did they have like that what, misty he, Cummings version yeah, versus yeah, this yeah. Guy? When he teleports and stuff. He, 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 I mean, it was it was it was very similar to uh, uh, the X Men Two. Like you right. know, it was, it was it was very. I mean, it was very good. It was. You you the character the character was a younger version of of Kurt Warner so you have sure. to say he was like scared and he was because he was a he was a he was a he was whipped into uh, a circus to be you know be a performer so you yeah. you kind of well, have that's, that that's the same background they gave in the second movie the yeah but like like I think like like Ian Cummings version of it was he because he put more of and I think it was a script more than anything about the halt which I think. To me, a brilliant performance because of the whole Catholic aspect, especially who right. Ian Cummings, where he comes from. If you know his background right. and understand him, then you go, "Wow, he's real, like he should get an Oscar just for right. his performance of that." Wow, like, you know, like type of thing. But this guy, like, he did a good job. I mean, he, he was he, he 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 did the character justice. I believe in my okay. you know my you know from from reading X Men stories from the past sure. and all that guy stuff. And it really, I mean, they they dated. I mean, it's they they put like they put a lot of Easter eggs in the movie. And there was like nineteen ninety two. Right. Was the year that this was going on? Gotcha. So it was the year of the animated series coming out. Uh, so that's okay. a, you know, I'd say. Oh, how look. neat! Yeah. Uh, so right. there's different, like there's different dates and stuff like that, and there's different areas. Like there's an island that they never mention in it at all. That's where uh, Magneto is at time. I spoil a little bit, kids. Sorry, uh, but that's Genosa. Right. If you you know if you right. didn't I mean, know yeah. You know, it, it's, Do they mention it by name or is it one of the things that X Men fans are supposed to realize? That's the thing X Men fans are supposed to realize. I mean they they point some things out, but they don't point everything. Right. Out. It's not yeah. like hey fellas, look over here. Yeah. Gotcha. They're not they're not they're not broadcasting it. But there was a lot of different. There's so many more Acer eggs that I noticed and I can't remember now. <laughs> so, uh, that's all right. You know, like I said I just saw it a few hours ago. Go now just sticking to blue characters and Sean mentioned Jennifer Lawrence. Mystique in the trailers to me, her makeup didn't seem as detailed as in the previous movies. It was was that just the way the the angle or or it just seemed like there was less beady skin on her. The, it, the, it didn't look as detailed right. as yeah okay as, well, since in all the others. Uh -oh. You 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 hit a nail on the head and kind of thing. Jennifer Lawrence has a problem with the makeup. It's 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 kind of more of a skin issue than anything else. Right. Wait, wait, wait. Uh -huh. So, uh -huh. so in a way, that's the only way she would really come back is if they redid the makeup in a standard makeup way. And uh, the, th the that thing, bitch. <laughs> but also the fact too is is that you also have to look at it this way. Now she has a fucking Oscar. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I can't argue with you. You're absolutely right. Well, some people that you got to kiss her ass. Here, here's the thing. Look at every character in in all the movies. 
not one character looks exactly the same. Even if it's the same actor sure. portrayed, hairstyles are different. Sure. Costuming is different. Some have hair, some don't, don't have, have hair. hair right. Yeah, I could change so, my hair, but I can't change my freckles, Ed. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I, I think that in, in today's highly technological age when it comes to digital makeup, they could have done something close to it without ever to put any blue paint on her. Right. You know, they, they could have at least. I mean, I think it's just more of an expensive process to do it that way. That's probably what it is. Yeah, but it's the la- it was, it, they knew going in this was going to be the last X-Men movie. So you might as well write the biggest ass check that you possibly could because you know that this is the last one. And now it's Disney's problem. <laughs> so you well, go. Insane. Like, you're, you're, she's ahead. played this character how many freaking times since Stamos played it? Three and times. All of a sudden she has skin problems. I, I think, think she's having problem. Oscar um, um, Amadeva problem. I, 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 right, well, she, I mean, did, she did pull the um, uh, Jennifer Lawrence dick out, I think, apparently, because she, the only reason why she was going to come back to the movie was because of, I think, the director. Like, mm. she wanted the director to come back. If not, she wouldn't have been in it. I, I think I have an article, or maybe I blew. I, I passed on that article because it, it felt very whiny. Yeah. Like, I, I kind of like Jennifer Lawrence, like, uh, off screen. Yeah. So, uh, But I know that she... I know that I, I kind of agree with Dave a little bit that she hit so hard and so fast that, you know, she might have been under contract for the, the, the what do you call it, the Hunger Game movies and the X-Men movies, and all of a sudden she wins an Oscar. And you're like, fuck, now I'm tired. Like, you know that once you get an Oscar, you get extra cash just because every movie you're ever in it is going to be... Uh, Featuring uh, Oscar winner. Oscar winner Jennifer Lawrence. Like, you go... Holy crap! That that's a little extra scratch in your hand. Like now, the Dark Phoenix is going to have an Oscar winner, Jennifer Lawrence in Dark Phoenix, and you're like, ooh, ooh. like all right, that's a little extra. That's a little extra something, something. Yeah. You know? And I feel like you know maybe that sometimes when it happens that fast and you're that young, you're not really really 100 percent prepared to kind of go fuck. <laughs> well, I fi- I find it a little unsettling i was hoping you were going to either say no dave that was your imagination it was a bad angle or dave there's a reason for it in the movie i'll I'll be honest with you when i saw the trailer i thought jennifer lawrence wasn't in it i thought i was like i'm like that's not her like right the fade the makeup was completely different i'm like who's the new actress it was it was it was darker blue than i remember like it looked probably like, to try to conceal that she had less bumps and scales looked more like And and the thing is is that she she was covered up like from head to toe, pretty much, other than her hands and her face, that was right. it. Like, right. like she was always wearing something. So they couldn't have put. Be, be, they couldn't have bedazzled her, her face. Right, yeah, saying, it's like, not like, like they're asking her to be naked. Like how many times? Ha- like right now, you know what's his face? Um, guy who does Gollum, Andy Circus. Andy Circus sitting there going. This bitch, you know how many movies I've done with dots all over my face and have digital makeup on me? Mm-hmm. Like, suck it up there, Buttercup Oscar winner. Like, you know, you could put little dots in your face and you could, it could have digitally manipulated it. She so looked like a redheaded smurf. It looked, it looked more, she had the dark blue hue of Nightcrawler to me in Nightcrawler. Right. I'm right. like, all right. But, you know, it's been so long since I saw the last X Men movie. So I'm like, well, maybe it's, maybe it's me. Right. You know, you sometimes you think going, okay, well, how many times they, how many times have they changed the bat suit? How many times have they changed Superman suit? Like, the blue But again, skin. I could change my shirt, not my skin. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. They could have just kept her not blue. Mm. Like, I mean, it's Mystique. She could change it to anybody. Right. Especially not blue. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's her natural form. And, and, like, for most of the movie, she was that form. She was barely 
well, her, the, or like her not like Jennifer she was Lawrence. There, yeah, look. Jennifer Lawrence look, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I also and thought, like one scene I think in the movie. I also thought that one of the the background themes of all the X Men stories was self acceptance and um, not being afraid of who you are. Right. Well, I mean, she's, you know, she's been mostly blue the entire that time right, movie. Right. Like, say that's her natural. That's the, to her. Like, that's the way you go. And that's the thing. Like, that still was prevalent in this movie. I also felt her that there is a little bit of a of a social justice warrior moment in a way. Yeah, I, I mean, who she, where, where there's always going to be a social justice. Where it's Jennifer for Lawrence's now. character that says basically this should be the ex women because we were saving all your ass this whole time. Oh right. my Jesus! Yeah. You know, that that's and uh, take that for what it's worth, but it's like hard eye roll. It's like really well, justice was served in the movie in the next scene, so oh, I'm okay. just gonna leave it there. Oh, okay, I, I, if oh. you're interested, I'll tell you after the show. I'm not oh. gonna announce it here. Hold on, he's not gonna spoil. I think I, I'm like, oh, that sounds like a setup for a oh, oh like Uh-oh. a <gasps> moment. So you can take it for what it is. Okay, well, right. I, I if also you, did. if you're interested, I'll tell you after. Yeah, the, tell me. Yeah, after. I want to hear it. I mean, yeah. I think it's gonna end the same way as X Men Three did, except no Wolverine. But I'm like, all right, I'm I'm in. Yeah, I missed that. I, like like I thought there was but, no no Hugh Jackman moment. Nah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I was kinda... And that's odd because he's not dead yet. He died in the future. Sure. Yeah. But he said he was that that movie was his last. He was mm-hmm. done. But, I mean, like I said, I highly enjoyed it. It's not, it's, it's not a heavy action movie. It's very, it's very drama, dramatic, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and that's the thing. And the, the effects yeah. were great. The, the the characters were good. I mean, it was it was spot on. Like like I enjoyed it more than I enjoyed Apocalypse. Oh, okay. You know, well, right. that that wasn't hard to do. That was that was to I, me the weakest link. I, no, I I rewatched Apocalypse. Okay, good. I rewatched Apocalypse recently, and I actually enjoyed that a lot more than I did initially when I first saw it in the theater. Really? I was like, yeah, because I when I when I came out, I was like, oh, so close, <laughs> like yeah. so close. I, That's how I, I felt. Like I don't have it in my collection because I'm like, it's the only one I don't have, like yet. And I'm like, eh. there's this nice little like two volume steel book set. It's the original, the first X Men with uh, Patrick Stewart, yeah, and then the second set of X Men with. Uh, James Malfoy. Yeah, uh, McAvoy. McAvoy, Malfoy. Malfoy. James Malfoy. <laughs> First class. Forget yeah. Harry Potter, I'll get you. <laughs> I lose my hair, damn it. <laughs> so I'm like, and it has, uh, maybe I'll pick up a pox. It's, it's what, like five bucks now? I think it's worth it. <laughs> I said, I, 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 I watched it again and I enjoyed it because there was certain, there's like certain things I was watching and I'm like, because I remember seeing the pictures before the movie. I can't remember how purple he right, was, yeah. uh, Apocalypse was. Right. And I'm like, he's supposed to be blue, the motherfuckers. Like, right. how, how do you get this wrong? Like, right. like you know, it's every fucking comic from the Alpha Eternity. <laughs> you can open up any comic that has Apocalypse and, and you can see he, what color he is. He, he, was a blue, he was blue in the movies. So I'm like, okay, you know. But then I started appreciating different characters. And then, like, seeing like like remembering it differently than you know actually that it was you know through the movie and you go all right because it's like what happened to this character remember like like storm and like uh-huh. uh, 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 uh psylocke disappeared through the yeah. last half of that movie and it's like no they were there and like like there was like, you figure out like what happened to them and you go oh that's right you know so okay. it, was a, it was a better appreciation maybe for the movie I, maybe I'll, I'll i'll revisit it yeah. at some point all right, so... Uh, but getting to what Sean and Ed was saying, I did hear uh, Disney when they, you know, the next movie that features the X-Men, I say that with quotes, not right. that you could see that with uh, radio. <laughs> um, I, I heard that a lot of Disney act, uh, execs have a problem with the term X-Men and that the, it probably won't be used as a title. I, I mean, look, I'm going to disagree. Only because you, I mean, I'm sure there's, there's some some word to this, 
this article, but the thing is, the problem with that is, is the fact is, is that Disney execs are not Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers will get involved and change things to things. <laughs> Disney execs are going, Kevin Feige, you're our guy. You're the man. You're going to put this together. Kevin Feige, he's going to, they're the X-Men. Like, that's how I grew up with them. Right. That's, how they're they're always, that's always going to be. So I don't think you should recall that. You know what? Here is how much you get paid and how much I get paid. Who do you think they're going to listen to more? Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, people out there, really? Because so far it's been working. Yeah. You know, like... We haven't, you know, disappointed Some anybody. Positive numbers, ah, uh, yeah. You know, people might not like it, but guess what? They're called the X Men. So since we're talking movies, let's do the top five. Sure, real quick. why not? Our, number five was the number three movie of last week, Rocket Man. It made fourteen Rocket million dollars over the weekend and fifty point four overall. The two weeks of release with a forty million dollar budget. So, All right, there so you go. good on you, Elton. You made money on your movie. In your movie, excuse me. I got <laughs> <laughs> uh, number yeah, number four. Number four was the number one movie of last week. King Godzilla, King of Monsters. It made fifteen point four, fifteen point five million over the weekend, and seventy eight point five over the two weeks release with a hundred seventy million dollar budget. So that's not doing too well. Oh boy. Number three was the number two movie of last week, Aladdin. It made twenty four point five million over the weekend and two hundred thirty two point three overall in the three weeks of release with a hundred eighty three million dollar budget. So look for Aladdin 2 next year. Yeah. <laughs> Aladdin 2, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> Number two was a new release, Dark Phoenix. There it land. $33 million is where it lands with the total gross. And uh, this weekend, because it's opened up this weekend, I have no budget for that one yet. Uh, number, so was it the number one movie? Nope, it was number two. Number one. Oh, it sounds like, uh, what do you call it, John Wick 3? Nope. No? John Wick 3 was number uh, seven. He was number five last week. He's already been uh, It was also a new release of number one, Secret Life of Pets. Two. Oh, that's right. That started this week. Made forty seven fuzzy fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> made forty seven point one million over the weekend and uh actually started a little bit earlier, so it was forty eight million total gross so far with eighty million dollar budget. So that's not doing too well. Well, I mean, okay, well it's it kinda it's got a weird story basically, because the first one, Louis C. K. was the voice of the dog. And he kind of made that character himself his own. Well you have Pat Oswald now doing the voice because you know Louis C.K. pulled his way out of obscurity. You know, um, so it's that's a, that's a nice way of putting it. <laughs> um, so it's like one of those things where now you have Pat Oswald and you go, hey, wasn't that the rat in Rat Tattooey? Like <laughs> now he's a dog. <laughs> so I mean, all right. I mean, and then also you have to think that Kevin Hart is probably more predominant in this movie than he was in the first one because he's a bigger star. Like well, they're they're doing the whole ensemble cast. It's not just right. you know. Yeah, but yeah. every even an ensemble cast, there's always one person that gets a little bit more screen time than everybody else. Oh, I'm sure because someone that, that bunny made right. big on the last sure, show. Sure, because so that, like, that, that's get more him in there. Someone's got some people got better agents than other people. Right. You know, mm-hmm. some people can walk and go. And who's got that uh, Netflix special? Me, Kevin Hart. Who's coming off a good movie? Me, Kevin Hart. Patton, I love you and all. You're great. You're funny. Ha ha. But I'm Kevin Hart. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm friends with The Rock. <laughs> Who almost hosted the Oscars? Yeah. <laughs> who's coming out? Who's and it hasn't hurt my career? I'm going to be in Jumanji 2, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, since we're talking about movies, we've been doing the Avengers Endgame watch of the top grossing movie of all time. It's, yeah. it's getting closer. Yeah, I don't think it's going to make it. Uh, I don't think so either. Uh, of course, as we say, Avatar is still number one with uh, $2.788 million or billion? Billion, billion, billion. billion, billion sorry, billion. 
And uh, uh, Avengers Endgame is number two with 2.73. So it needs five... 58 million. 58 million. 58 million. Um, Okay, now the question is, how long... How long do you... Okay. (laughs) I guess it doesn't really matter now since technically Disney now owns both. Uh, Avatar and... Right. You know, they own now Avatar through proxy because they bought 20th Century Fox. But now, as, uh, as... if you were running Disney and uh-huh. you have this movie that's $58 million away from becoming the biggest box office movie of all time, how long do you let it sit in the theaters and hope that, you know, let it let it keep running until it hits that mark? Or do you do the old, okay, well, it's been three months and we ain't making as much money as it used to be, so let's pull it and put it on TV. I, this is what I would do. Yeah. Pull it out of theaters now, like when it's done, when uh-huh. it's the run. And uh-huh. then at Christmas time, right? Yeah. Release for charity for a week. And maybe with yeah. an well, extra scene or two. Yeah, but no, you can't do it with charity because then that money that's made for charity won't go Does, to Doesn't matter. It counts. Really? Doesn't matter. If you're giving it away, if Disney gives it to somebody else, it doesn't matter. Ah. $58 million is a walk in the park for them. It is. That, to, is, to, that, is, that is a good weekend. If, if What's coming out this weekend movies? And if nothing good's coming out this week, there's a possibility within the next month it could, it could hit that number. What it'll do is it'll quietly hit that number. It's not going to be uh, if it would have hit the peak of Endgame. It's in its tail end. If it was, let's say, halfway through its run, and it was fifty-eight million dollars away, I think their people would be like, "We're going again!" Like I think they'd yeah. be like, you know, busting people in. Mm-hmm. But now you have movies like John Wick and Dark Phoenix and the summer blockbuster movies. I mean, you got you, the June's just packed. You got, of course, right. you got Far uh, Far From Home coming out, right. Spider Man Far From Home. You have um, Toy Story Four coming out. Right, another you know big hit. Right, burn. Be... It's been out for a little while. That's true. That's true. Did I don't think it did. I don't think it hit number. It might have been in the top ten, but I'm not sure. Well, next week is but everyone that's seen it loved it. Right, I know it looks really really good. It's like a gory evil Superman. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's coming out next week, Ed? Well, we got the Man in Black International is coming out. Oh, Thor and Valkyrie. This this one's boggling my mind. Shaft is coming out. Yeah. yeah, is that a re? I'm, it's I'm a confused. Sequel. It's, it's a, a sequel. sequel. Why does it have the same title? Why? Because it's everybody who's ever played Shaft is in this movie. But he, Samuel L. Jackson, already played Shaft like yes. ten years ago. Yes, but he was also the son of the guy who played Shaft. In he's his dad. Well, not his real life dad, but uh-huh. he is like Shaft Junior. And this one is Samuel L. Jackson's son, Shaft. Like Shaft's his kid, the guy's last name. Right. So it's like, hey, it's. Bobby, Stevie, and Georgie Shaft. So it's like all three, all three of them, I guess. All, all three generations of Shafts are in this. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the Dead Don't Die is uh, coming out of this week. It's just a horror movie. I That's going to be uh, like an indie hit. Yes. Is that the Bill Murray one? Yeah, Bill Murray and uh, Adam Driver. A lot of horror fans are having yeah. high hopes for that one. Yeah. Um, uh, there's a bunch of movies coming out, but I'm like looking for yeah. one that would be like the the key one. Uh, well, I mean, I would say Men in Black International is probably the one that probably could win the weekend, I think. I think either that or it's going to be Shaft. I think that's going to be one and two. Like, like where they land on one and two, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen a single fucking ad for Shaft, to be honest. Neither have I. Saw a poster last week right, like or the last week I saw. That's the, kind of the thing. Is I saw that and it was like, really? Wait, what? This doesn't seem like, I, like Men in Black International, I kind of want to see, but I'm not rushing out the theaters to see it. Like I'm, I mean, I'll, I'll wait for actually wait for like 
Blu-ray. Yeah, I'm kind of not. I'm kind of not like in a hurry to see it. I'm like, I want to see it because I like the Men in Black movies. I yeah, mean, but I still haven't seen three yet. I mean, I have oh, it, but okay. I haven't seen it yet. But I like the first two a lot, and I'm like, and how like, you know, how far off, off is, is it? Yeah, you're right. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Um, I can tell you right now, Josh Brolin does a great impression uh, of. Uh, yeah, it's a great. It's a, I saw it. I think Stacy and I saw it. It was um, like Rob Lowe doing um, the guy yeah. from Heart to Heart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in, uh, yeah. Goldfinger. What? Um, uh, Robert, Rob Lowe is did he did? Uh, uh, he was number one, number two. Yeah, and but his dad, um, he played. It was Robert Hat. Robert um, shit. Stephanie Powers and Robert Wagner. Robert Wagner. Yes, yeah. the man who killed. Apparently, rumored killed Natalie Wood. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I. It's he does a really great version. Of really it. great. <laughs> yeah. No. Really I saw great. It. Now, um, all right. Well, then, what's, what's coming out in Blu-ray and DVD then this week? I'm sure you probably have that. Oh yeah, I do. Oh, uh, it's gonna shuffle, 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 shuffle. Looking for glasses. Let me let me put my old man specs on here. Uh, well, this episode is brought to you by. Well, the DVD releases is brought to you by Arizona Mucho Mango. How is that? Do you like it? It's mangolicious. <laughs> earlier this week, I tried two out of the three new Pepsi flavors. Yeah, I saw that you. Where did you get the lime one at? Because uh, Stacy's trying Ac- to look for it. Acme on uh, uh, by the Woodhaven movie theater. Okay, all right, I know where that's at. But um, I got I got the uh, lime. I got the the berry. Uh huh. And I just couldn't bring myself to buy a case of mango. I've never really found a mango drink that i was crazy over i over the past week tried the diet coke um strawberry guava uh-huh Whew, horrible wow horrible like i like strawberry i like the guava i didn't like the coke part in it i was like yeah it, it was like Whoo, no sir ed what about you what drinks no he's like it's already waiting for us to does that you know, like mangoes I don't even know if I had a mango, to be honest with you. I think their texture is weird. I've never liked a mango. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, let's go to releases of the week. Releases of the week. Enough about the mango talk. Ed, what's coming out this week on Blu-ray and DVD? Because the big one this week is Captain Marvel is coming out on uh, uh, 4K Blu-ray and DVD. Yeah. All right. I mean, you know, I knew it was coming out soon because it was on uh, video on demand. (laughs) Uh, uh, all right. I mean, like, look, it has a place, and in, in, I personally felt like if you're if you're collecting all the yes, if you want the Avengers big collection seasons, you know, you, it's, it's got to be part of it. If you would go fuck it and want to wait, then you're going to get the box set anyway. It's going to be there. Right. One way you're going to have it. Like, right. you know, Either just, way, you're going to get it. Um, I'm probably just not rushing out to buy the steel book edition. <laughs> 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 all right. What else you got? Uh, Leprechaun Returns. <laughs> wow, well, right. Coming, I was talking about that movie. It's going to have Blu-ray this week. Uh, so there you go. Uh, the new Star Trek trilogy collections coming out on Blu-ray is one box set, like type of thing, like a three what? movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we're talking about Star Trek, Star Trek, Pine, the Star, uh, Star, Star Trek Beyond. Time. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Oh, I was like, what Star Trek trilogy? Oh, that one with the new guys. Okay. Uh, the Adventures of Briscoe County Junior. We were talking about oh this my last God. week. Really? It's Bruce coming Campbell? out on DVD yeah, this it's Bruce week. Campbell's. Yeah, it's, it's coming out this week. So if you were, how if how much that is because it's been out there for a while, and every time I've tried to look for it, it's always been like a hundred bucks. I think it's like eighty or something. Like that. Oh so, Jesus yeah. Christ! I hate that shit. Is that Blu-ray or DVD? DVD. Fuck. Mm. <laughs> Ain't worth eighty bucks. All right. All right. What else? Uh, the Scorpion King five movie collection. So if you don't have kids, the fact that you... they went that far to five movies deep in that series is beyond me. 
first one I get. It's got The Rock. Shit, you know, I get it. I get it. It brings. It, if it wasn't for that movie, probably wouldn't be the mega superstar that he is now. But that's it. He's in the first one. Everybody else has been played by a different actor. I think every single time. Yes. <laughs> this last one had Lou Ferrigno in it. No, that oh was my. four. Really? That was four? That was four. four? Yes. Wow. Who the fuck's in five then? I don't know. That must have been a hot train wreck. I have all five. I haven't seen it yet. So. Uh, you have all five. I just got. I just got the fifth one like a couple weeks, like a month, like I think Christmas or something like that. Because it was. Well, now I want to see the one with Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> Don't take my picture. <laughs> all right. So what else you got? Uh, Ghostbusters one and two. This there's a 35th anniversary yeah, it's edition. 35th anniversary. Yeah, yeah, throw two off. right in the trash. Garbage movie. <laughs> there's only one Ghostbusters, and it's right. the female version. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the man made that funny. <laughs> All right. Anyway. All right. We don't. <laughs> Geeksters don't express the views of our Happy guests. Happy Pride Day, everyone. <laughs> show. Not, not all. Not all opinions are here based on the Geeksters Radio. <laughs> Come on. Show. Thor made was the Thor humor was in funny. that movie. There was. There was. It, I, I said on the show, the show, it, to me, it was if it didn't have all of the political correctness shit thrown at you yeah. at the beginning of the. Like, if you didn't like the movie, you were instantly a woman hater. Yeah, no, that's not the case. Movies can just be bad. I thought this movie was a hit or miss. Something's hit, something miss. Having having watched it recently, and while after all that's been done, I'm like, okay, it wasn't 100 percent horrible, but it wasn't. It didn't hit all the beats. I still felt like on a scale of one to ten, it was probably a six. Mm-hmm. You know Ooh. what? You're generous. Well, I mean, I said it. I, well, well, he, he's factoring all, all the funny Thor scenes. No, no, see, see, that's that's <laughs> like I told him the same thing. I'm going to tell you, Thor was only funny because you wanted to laugh at something, and he was funnier than, than the girls. Else. So, like, it's like you know, like less <laughs> shitty than the piece of shit that's on the floor. You know, like like in the toilet. You know, it's just like it didn't stink as much. So it's like the ugly girl effect when there's a bunch of ugly girls together. By comparison, the least, the yes. least ugly so the girl that's in the girl group yes. looks gorgeous. Yeah. Yes. Wow. I, I, I like I like that comparison. <laughs> All right. So like yeah, because if, if you compare the three of us together, because there is no ironically enough, probably the some people would say the prettiest one out of that that cast. Was Chris Hemsworth? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, 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 I would, I would have to agree with guy. that. Laugh at the pretty guy. Look, he's pretty and stupid too. <laughs> and I apologize for constantly calling him Thor, but I constantly forget what his name is. But Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. Remember that. For, it's not going to change the story of the movie. We know the actor's name. Point of your doom. That is the quiz for later. Okay, what else you got there? Uh, Johnny Quest, the original series on Blu-ray. Yes, I now that I just ordered <laughs> off of Amazon. Really? Because they put the scenes back in that were deleted out of the DVD release because they felt they were uh, politically not correct. The Blu-ray, uh, the Blu-ray release that just came out, which I should be getting probably by Tuesday, I think. Um, it's. What we experienced as 70s children. Well, I guess, okay. was it from the 60s? 60s, yeah. But, yeah. But 70s we, we grew up watching it in the 70s. Yeah. And um, they robbed kids today of what we got to experience because of uh, people uh, needing to cry with their safety pins in uh, safe spaces. And now you can finally see Johnny Quest. Unedit- and his full racist glory. And, and his full glory. <laughs> sim, sim, Sarah Vim. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. All right. 
All right, so let's move on to video games. <laughs> okay, yeah. All right, this is a crappy week, I'll tell you. Uh, I guess because of E3, nobody wants to put out their games this week. Uh, tennis tour, tennis world tour, rolling Garros edition by Maximum Games for the PS4, Xbox One, and Switch Tuesday. These are all Tuesday games, by the way. There's nothing right. else. Uh, Warhammer Vermutatide 2 Deluxe edition by 505 Games for the PS4 and Xbox One Tuesday. QR International Machines by VR by Game Solutions 2 for the PS4 this Tuesday. Alrighty. Dragon Star Varnar by Idea Factory International, PS4, Tuesday. And finally, Kingdom Come Deliverance Royal Edition by Deep Silver for the PS4 and Xbox One for Tuesday. There you all go, kids. Right. That is all the releases we have this week. Okay. Well, then, let's see what I got here. All right. Um, I you playing s- games? Huh? You want to talk about games or anything? I, or no? You know what? No. Okay. No. 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 Uh, no, no, I don't. I mean, I've been I've been um, playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey, but that's kind of my go-to game this right now. Okay. Uh, Rage Two is kind of meh as far as playing, so I'm thinking about maybe like trading it in, or just I feel like it's not really sucking me in as the way I think it should. Um, the end of the month, though, I got the Marvel Alliance game, Marvel Alliance Three, coming out for that's the Switch. Right. So I'll be I'll have eventually having a re- review on that if I can get my hands on my Switch because Stacy monopolizes it all the time. But it's, you know, <laughs> it's fine because while she's doing that, I'm on the PS4, so works out. You know, works out perfectly. Or you know, she's got that whole Perler Beat thing going. I'm getting more game time in. <laughs> well, I do want to mention that if you go to our Twitter feed at Geeksters or we're, uh, uh, our Facebook, Facebook page Geeksters Radio, I dropped two trailers this week and. Uh, the the uh, uh, Star Wars one, the, uh, the Fallen Fall, Order, Jedi Fallen Order, right, and Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. So, if you're you know, guys, going through E three this week, and you you know haven't seen them, and you want to find them, besides going to YouTube yourselves and looking for it, right, we have them there, you know. But uh, yeah, I'm excited for both of those games. I, I will. Like, uh, I will be looking at the the we call it the Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven trailer after uh, the show because. I really, really, really wanted to. St- I, I'm really excited for that game because it's by the people who make The Witcher 3, uh, the Witcher series video game. And I loved one of my all time favorite. Like, I trust that company so much that if they're. I'm like, dudes, take your time because if it's half as good as Witcher 3, it's going to be a phenomenal game. You know? Oh, I mean, just I mean, just the trailer alone was like, you know, they, they gave us a teaser trailer, I think, last year. It's it's not even close to like like comparable like it's like whoa and there's a big bombshell at the end I'm just uh, should I spoil it now no, or no, no? I'm gonna okay. watch it later okay well you know about it already. I told you what oh the yeah you did was. no let people go let, if people don't know what the bombshell is go to our fucking Facebook page Ed that's how you draw attention <laughs> <laughs> to me it was a huge because I had no clue until that moment I don't think anyone knew because yeah. when I was like really holy crap good on them yeah good job um. Anyway, so let's move on. To okay, well, news. well, it's it's funny that we, you know, you did bring up the fact that uh, you talk about video games because I don't know. Um, as of May twenty fifth, gaming disorder is now a disease, according to World Health Organization. All right, there you have it. So uh, you have a disease. It is well. It's the first time ever the International Statistical Classification of Diseases and Related Health Problems now includes gaming disorder, which is considered to be an addictive behavior disorder, thanks to said revision. 
Uh, more specifically, gaming disorder is listed as an ICD-11 after gambling disorder in the mental behavior or neurodevelopmental disorder section. Whew, that's a mouthful. Basically, in layman's term, it just, it's, reads just as gambling disorder reads. According to The Who... Um, that's the world health organization Ed, not the band gaming disorder is a pattern of persistent or reoccurring gaming behavior which may be online or offline in other words you can suffer from it whether you're playing games by yourself or with a group of fans someone if someone suffers from gambling gaming disorder then they may exhibit Here's a list, folks. Yes. Impaired control over gaming and prioritizes gaming to an extent that it takes precedence over other life interests in the individ- and the individual's health. Check. The text outlines that someone with gaming disorder will ignore the negative consequences of their gaming habits. Check. A lot of this is a long-winded way of saying gaming disorder is someone who suffers from video game addiction, which can erode at the quality of someone's life in a way similar to unhealthy addictions like gambling. Check. <laughs> All right. Well, as you may know, many organizations have come out against the motion, um, notably the Entertainment Software I- uh, Association, which oh, called its, the inclusion of gaming disorder in uh, the text is reckless and claims that it trivializes real mental, real mental health issues like depression and social anxiety disorder. This could hurt our bottom guys. Bottom dude, line, guys, we got to fucking argue this one. This bottom line mental disorder. How are we going to get those little kids to buy those season passes for fucking Fortnite? Ten bucks a pop. We got to do something about it, kids. That's not an addiction. That's business. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, speculation from some of the mental health from, from professionals that the misguided diagnosis is the result of political pressure from countries, counties, um, it should be countries, like China and South Korea, which have been tackling gaming addictions with various policies. However, who has a different, has denied Of course, there's no law backing the ICD. However, the influence, the, it's influential not only in the healthcare world, but more importantly to people who make policies based around the public health. Uh, so, uh, all right. Well, those three checks that I was giving, I was giving to you. Me? <laughs> yes. How? Okay, how? How? There's how many times have we sat outside and you talk about a game for like, 20 30 minutes uh-huh. and then like i or i gotta go home because i gotta get a couple of- oh, oh you know you're right i'm always like hey you don't understand there's been times on the show where i'm bitching about who i got traded on to in the NBA. it's like life for me you don't understand right now i'm trying to hunt down the cultist who who took me from my mother you know he gets <laughs> upset that nobody thanks him for saving the world every day <laughs> for all the games you know how many times are you and all those things i do and nobody <laughs> says thank you one thank you would, would make my day so much brighter you don't understand head they need me out there you want me on my wall you need me in that game yeah um, uh i'm yeah i mean i would say you know what you probably do a certain extent However, I think I would probably be on the... If there was a scale, I would probably be on the low end of that scale only for the fact that I'm not um, the to the addiction part where it's like, well, I have to buy all the digital tchotchkes. Or or if it's like, hey, you know what? Um, I'll be honest with you, Sean. If, if I had a scale from 1 to 10, I'd give you a 5. 
I would I would agree with that five five is middle. I'm, I've been average my whole life, Ed. So. <laughs> <laughs> not surprised by that. No, I'm not surprised. Wow. <laughs> I, I would I would I would agree because there are there are moments where I get real deep into a game, and then by the sale, then if something distracts me or takes that place, mm. I kind of forget about that game. Like we just talked about it today. No more than what twenty minutes ago, where I said I, I bought Rage Two. I was playing it for a little while, and yeah. now Assassin's Creed's taking up all my time. So I mean, you're not you're not wrong. Um, I do think that I can stop at any time, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> I think the problem. I don't think you can. I really don't. I think the the I think it's targeted for the fact that they're trying to crack down on the fact that games like Fortnite, which are free to play, but they're kind of they're not even play to win, pay to win. Um, Pay to win is basically I don't you not only how much of a gamer you are, Dave, but not with online okay. stuff. Pay to win is basically saying, "Hey, here's a gun or here's some stats, but if you give us fifty bucks, we'll give you all the stuff to make you the best player in the world." Mm-hmm. Or you can just grind it out and play it and earn it on your own. Like you know, you can, you can it's a shortcut. Now they have also a game like Fortnite, which is an online multiplayer game where it's like you're on one team and there's an, you know, you're all it's every man for himself. Usually, like, 100 people go online. They all shoot each other. Last man standing wins. There's a psychological aspect is it's free to play, but there's um, you pay for tchotchkes, basically. Like, ooh, that's a fancy gun, or ooh, that's a cool-looking skin, you know, that I want my character to look like. Mm-hmm. Because they've scientifically figured out that if the three of us are playing, I've said this on the show, and to give you a breath, if I'm kicking your ass online, you think it's because I look a certain way, not because I'm just better at the game. Mm-hmm. So what you do is you put real cash money invested into this game to look like me now, mm-hmm. thinking it's going to improve your game. It never does because you might be playing like one hour a day where I'm playing like 10 hours a day. Right. So, But they don't care because it's still like $5 for this skin. Or what they do is um, there's they have every three weeks, I think, is a new season, quote-unquote, and it's a $10 battle pass. So Epic Games last year made $4 billion off of this free game from just selling – Mo- the, just by selling accessories. Just selling basically digital tchotchkes. And the biggest offenders are 10-year-olds, 11 like pre, you know, the pre-pubescent pu- pu- teenagers, you know, some mm-hmm. adults I'm sure do it too. But as a as a person who works in the retail version of that, I can tell you. He's the crack seller. I, I, I literally am. I'll have a kid come in going, yo, man, you got those $10 PSN cards? And I'm like, <laughs> sure, kid, here you go. That'll be $10, please. And like three days later, yo, you got any more? Yeah, sure, here you go. Because what they're doing is they're going, they're using that $10 and they're buying stuff for Fortnite mm. or for Apex Legend or for whatever game they're playing at the time. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm like, like, see, this is my mind. You know, like, I, like, now I see, like, you always have, like, those, like, pictures, like, don't sell Fortnite to this kid anymore. <laughs> so now you got a wall of these pictures, right? The cops come in. What are you, a pedophile? <laughs> no, I can't sell Fortnite. No, sir. As he's dragging him out, the fan comes. And, and parents are, are just as guilty because Fortnite is a great babysitter mm-hmm. because you can give them a controller. It's not super bloody. It's not really super violent. I mean, yeah, you are shooting each other, but there's no blood. Right. You know, and there's no cursing unless you're on a microphone and your best friend's going, hey, fucker, what are you doing? You know, like, and it's usually some kid who's cursing you out. And you just kind of like, you know, move along. But, I mean, parents are like, yeah, sure. Some parents responsibly go, look, he did all his, he did all his chores. Here's $10 worth of V-Bucks you, know, you, can buy, you can get to buy your stuff. Other is just like, I'm here. Here's some money. Leave me alone. Yo, man, you got those V-Bucks? Help me out. Can you help a brother out? <laughs> Gonna, you know, how, yeah, okay, how much you need, kid? I just need $10. Thank you. You go. Like, it's, it really is. Like, okay, I mean, at, at least I myself, she sometimes it feels like five, six 
thousand dollars worth of just V Bucks cards. It's like, yo man, you got that money? Huh? Yeah, give me it, give me it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's there's no <laughs> I see a ten year old out in front of your store, people walking, hey can help me out. I, I, yo man, I'll mow your lawn for some money. <laughs> <laughs> I'll shuffle your walkway. <laughs> I know it's no snow up. I'll shovel it. Please help me. I need my V-Bucks. <laughs> What's scratching that coat off? What the, the, did you do to help me? <laughs> Handshake it. Oh. <laughs> uh, you know, so, I mean, I can understand that where the gambling part, the gambling addiction part is because you just keep pumping money in thinking that it's going to help you win. Right. So I get it. I totally get it while they're doing it. But I also think it's like, dude, come on. You're just trying to find a way. You're, you're trying to slow that $4 billion industry so you figure out, until you figure out a way to, for you to get paid. Right. You know? like, how am I going to cash in on this? Right. Like, how, how can we as a, a government, like, that's why I think China tries cracking down on it. Because it is, yo, go to school. No, man, I got Fortnite to play. You know, or I'm playing my video game. I do tend to, I can see where I fall down that same trap, too. It's like, tonight, I'm going to come home. I'm going to say hi to Stacy. You know she's going to want to go to bed. I'm going to watch TV. I got to open up the. I got to open up the shop tomorrow. But I probably won't. I'll probably. Oh yeah, this, a, this is my favorite part of the I'll favorite his conversation. Play at two or three o'clock in the morning because he he'll calculate in his brain like how many hours of sleep yeah. he needs, what time he needs to get up by the the latest. Uh-huh. So he just has to get like like either shower and jump out the door or whatever. And then like, I, I my whole life has been that way though. I to try to very very precision based, even though as laid back as I am. In my head, I'm going, I hate being late. So every time I'm late here, it annoys the shit out. I'm, I'm the only one. You're annoyed. I, 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 You're annoyed. I get pissed off at myself more than anybody else because I'm like, dude, you, you, you know, if, if, you're early, if you're early, you're on time. If you're on time, you're late. Here's, here's the thing. I was, I was a fidget day before you got here because I'm like, he shows up 729. He was actually at the door like texting right. because I was upstairs. Like, oh, crap. I got to go down. And 10 pain. minutes later, I'm like, hey, I got to yeah, go. But, I'm like, and I'm like, he, he said. And then what really kills me is when the beginning of the show, you tell me that you didn't do the one thing No, and you, you know what? And, and you go, what the fuck? Well, that was supposed to be in the afternoon. That was, they had nothing. The reason why I'm late is because my father dropped something on, dropped a bomb on me yesterday uh, okay. that he was like, oh, don't forget, I'm not going to be in town for the next 48 hours. And I'm like, <laughs> you never told me that. So now it's like, okay, well, now before I leave, I'm, you know, cooking dinner, taking care of the dog, walking the dog. And I'm like, I, what the hell? Like, thanks. <laughs> like, and like, tonight when I go home, I got to walk the dog again. And then there's a guy in like expensive suits knocking on your door looking for him, is he? <laughs> no, no. And then, then Stacy. I got to be out of town. Then Stacy reminded me that, you know, things like, cool down. But then Stacy reminded me, like, don't forget, you know, dad used to take takes the dog out for a walk in, in the morning before he leaves for work. And I'm like, fuck, now I got to get up super early to take the dog out for a walk? Shit. <laughs> like, I'm like, all right. I mean, it's just now I'm like, in my head, I'm going, well, it means I got to go to bed early. <laughs> Because I can't get any video game time in. <laughs> <laughs> and there's the addiction. Right, exactly. I'm like, okay, well, because I'm, I'm in a flow with the game. And I'm like, every time it is, because every time I got to go do something, I'm like, fuck. It's the last video game time. Yeah. Or new video like, game I'm, time. Like, I'm looking forward to uh, the next week. Uh, I think next week is Stacy's um, spending some time watching babysitting. And one of those days is my day off from work. So she's going to get up, take my car, or take our car, I say our car, Yeah. go do that thing, and I'll be home strictly by myself. 
Which is to me, it's like, yeah, I got no one to answer to. Most guys masturbate. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm wiggling a joystick one way or another. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like yeah, I'm watching Cassandra just kick some ass and stabby stabby people. Like yeah, that's it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> extra points. <laughs> Yo, man, you got any more of those V bucks? <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I, I completely understand the the, the addiction part, and, yeah. but I also do think that it does diminish the I don't want to say real the more severe mental disorders. Like do it you, is. I mean, I mean, I, yeah. I'm not, not I'm not I'm not knocking it because it's yeah. not, not. I mean, it's not video game specific. It's just the addiction part of it. Right. It's still an addiction. Sure. But if you stop playing video games. You could be doing scratch offs at the, you know, going to like 7 Eleven, getting a bunch of scratch offs. I don't like this politically correct medical term that addiction is disease. Right. Addiction can cause disease. Sure. But I don't agree with the safety pin term that addictions are now disease themselves. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think that, you know, you can, you, there are people out there who smoke a ton of weed and are, 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 they're addicted to weed, but they're still functional members of society. You know, not all addictions are bad. You know, some people are addicted to helping their neighbor. You know, like they feel that need to, you know, <laughs> not Dave, but uh, <laughs> I'm waiting for, I'm waiting for an addiction that maybe I've, I've fallen into. I'm like, so far, zero. I mean, I think everyone to a certain degree has their own like little personal quirks that might be considered addictions. Yeah. You know, like as a person, I mean, two out of the three of us have quit smoking. That's an addiction, right? You know, so I mean, it's like everyone's got their own. Like, is it does it beneficial to their health? No, you know, vitamin C is not at the end of that little filter. (laughs) Yeah, 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 just talking all off. No, I just popped out my microphone. Uh, Yeah, there you go. There you go. Hi, welcome back, everybody. You Uh, were always here. Yeah, I know. You You just couldn't hear myself. (laughs) Um, So it was like Nightcrawler. So, I mean, I, I do feel like uh, it's a weak, like, I do feel like that, that determining that as, as a, a, disease, a mental disorder does take a, does kind of offend the people who have real, legitimate, real, real problems where it is affecting their everyday life. Now, right. And it gives them an out, too. Sure. It, it's like, well, yeah, I was yeah. drunk driving, but I, I have a disease. Right. Yeah, you know, like it's it's the I'm sorry I was late. I had to get past this level of Tetris. Right. Like really now is, is do I get a PTO day? What is this 1984? Right. <laughs> well, I mean, like, it's, what kind of addictions? Like, you don't understand. My my squad needs me on Call of Duty. That's the reason why I was late. I have an addiction. You can't fire me now. It becomes a disease. My video game addiction now becomes a, the 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 ease of me being able to take off a personal day, time of work because I got to level up my character today. Like, but I, I to be honest with you. I mean, like you know, like there. Sometimes I think that like like for me, like I don't know like what your life is outside of here. Sometimes <laughs> right. you know, like you tell me things, but like you know. But it's like I always think that like one day you're just sitting there going, yeah, I'll need to work today. <laughs> like, no, no, yeah. no. My my is I'm always like, man. For me, my video game addiction, and I'm using air quotes, is is my escapism from my day to day routine. Yeah, like it is like you know, and it almost becomes a routine. Like I I feel kind of shitty when I don't get to play. 
you know, but again, that's could be part of the addiction part. Like, right. you know, how, like, when you feel kind of shitty, when you, it's, you're an hour into the day and we didn't have a smoke, you kind of, it affects you in certain ways. So, I mean, in a way, I do think that, that temporarily I do feel that way. And so I'm like, okay, I get why you might say that, but it's not something where I'm going to walk, I'm going to kick a puppy because I couldn't play Call of Duty. You know, or I'm going to be like, you know, I'm going to beat a child because fucking my internet access to my online character on Fortnite, I can't get to. It's like, I just, to me, that becomes ridiculous. Like, it's like, dude, you're an adult. Adult up. Like, you know, you got to. <laughs> adult up. You know, like, you want <laughs> Level that. Level up to an adult. Like, because like, there's that party going, well, in order to actually maintain your addiction, you actually need a nine to five job. Right. How are you going to pay for that addiction? You go, yo, man, I suck your dick for a video game. Like, no. Like, you know, no, no one's, no one's. Not with those out. lips. <laughs> <laughs> They're not worth $65. Get the fuck away from me, weirdo. No. So, well, now I want to play Striking Vengeance with that. <laughs> Get the fuck away from me. <laughs> all right. So there you have that there. Um, all right. Yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if you know, but Harrison Ford would rather have Indiana Jones die than be played by Chris Pratt. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, I, I heard he, that. I don't. Sometimes you never really know when Harrison Ford's serious and when he's pulling everyone's leg. Um, he has firmly rejected the idea of future Indiana Jones reboot, and he believes no other actor should play the role. During an appearance on the Today Show, this was back in May, end of May. During an appearance, Ford said that he is Indiana Jones and that the character should die when he does. Uh, today's host, Craig Melvin, asked Ford who he'd like to see take the, on the iconic hat and whip once he's done with the role, to which Ford replied, nobody. Nobody's going to be Indiana Jones. Don't you get it? I'm Indiana Jones. When I'm gone, he's gone. It's easy. <laughs> <laughs> is, is, he's like, and, and is this, this is a hell of a way to tell Chris Pratt, he continued. I'm sorry, man. He presumably, it's Chris Pine. I'm sorry. Very, yeah. <laughs> he even couldn't get Chris Pratt's name right. He called him Chris Pine. <laughs> <laughs> He's uh, in that damn Star Wars movie. Wait, they killed me off there too. <laughs> Wait a minute, is, is is this Captain Kirk or is this that jackass from Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah. Which one is it? Um, I don't know if um um. I mean, I don't know. I mean, sooner or later, everyone's replaced. <laughs> uh, come on, how, what does how, it matter when he dies? Like. Anybody. He ain't gonna know. <laughs> but he's, but he's, he's gonna be up in heaven or wherever he's going. He he's like a ghost or wherever he's going. The uh, Bella Lugosi. Could you imagine if they stopped uh, people playing Dracula? We wouldn't have the great sure. Hammer films or the sure. Great, you know, you, you you can't have that mentality. Uh, yeah, you're right. No, no, no. See, that's that's but that's what Holly, Hollywood is built on. Is the fact is is that that they like to polish each other's balls and get their heads. No, they big. polish their own balls, and it's like it's like I'm the greatest. I'm it. Like if you have another Indiana Jones, it's not going to work. And then that's it. And then you go well when he finally goes, you go all right. Well, who else? Because we want to make money off this franchise. Because it's like all of a sudden resurgence comes up. Like some TNT or TBS starts doing the. You know, Indiana Jones Marathon, you know, all four movies or five movies or whatever is going to be at the time before he goes, you know, mm-hmm. how many movies he makes. Because I think they're making one now, as a, as a matter uh, of fact. Yeah, he did say they just started making the fifth in the series. And, you know, and we had a, already a great loss because Tom Selleck should have played Indiana Jones. <laughs> and Ed being a Disney fan, I'm sure you've noticed um, uh, Chippendale. Yeah. Uh, 
Chip was dressed as oh from Ducktales. Tom, he was dressed as Tom Selleck's no, character just, from it was, Magnum it was PI. Chip and Dale's Rescue Rangers. Right. Okay. One was an Indiana Jones character, and but, one was a Magnum PI yeah. character. But, Right, Dale yeah. was the yeah. PI character. But, yeah. You know, the world would have been a much better place if uh, you know he played indie. Really, I, you think yeah. so? Yeah, I don't know. Because <laughs> I, I saw Quigley Down Under, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. It was a good movie. I enjoy it, but, but it's like look at Pierce Brosnan. I you just, know, like he he got to play Bond, but it was you know 15 years too late. Is when as well, he they're all have. 15 years too late. Like like uh, because they're uh, all stuck in Dalton, contracts. Dalton was supposed to play him in an earlier age, but they got turned down the last minute, and somebody else took that over. And it's, it's like and you know we, we should have had Adam West. Oh jeez. You know, I mean, I mean, look at all the things the world has lost because of contracts and egos. Yeah. All right, well, you know what's not stopping people's egos? The new Ghostbusters movie, uh, speaking of. You mean that geriatric movie where they're getting all these old farts back? Well, following the, uh, the 30th anniversary announcement, we're getting even more Ghostbusters news. Today, an uh, interview with Parade, Sir Gordy Weaver has confirmed that she, Bill Murray, and Dan Aykroyd will reprise their roles for <laughs> directors Jason Reitman's upcoming Ghostbusters movie. Uh, it's going to be crazy working with the guys again, she said. Um, she didn't... Oh, hate ads... She didn't reveal any details except to confirm she's reprising a role as Dana Barrett for the first two films. Uh, Bill Murray will play Peter Venkman and Dan Aykroyd with Dr. Raymond Stance. Scheduled for July 10th, 2020 release, the film also stars McKenna Grace, Finn Wolfhard, and Carrie Coon as a, as a family. Grace has been described as the outstanding lead, with Wolfhard playing her brother and Coon her single mother. Uh, the sequel to the Ghostbusters movie made in 1980 will center on four teens, one set older, one set younger. We'll focus on one family in particular. So there you go. So the, these bands almost back together. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm curious to see how they're going to you know, work all this out. Like maybe like it's a relative of the other guys. Who knows? I don't know. We'll see. All right. Hey, how do you feel about that? You obviously don't seem to be too happy about it. Yeah, I... I, I Unless they're going to play ghosts or something or mentors to a younger group. Uh, it's like, you know, it's like Indiana Jones 4 and cu- upcoming Indiana Jones 5. It's like, wow, you're really just pushing this to a yeah. whole messy level. I mean, if done right, I mean, I think it could be good. Like, if it is maybe like a handing of baton, because if it's supposed to focus around the these kids um, and then they just come in for like whatever reason... Mm-hmm. You know, maybe, maybe there's a like, and I hope they don't pull that old cliche where one of the old characters, you know, he gives his life to for the younger team. Oh, to, I don't, it's don't, kind of, don't, don't pull that, con. please, Hollywood. Oh, I, I think it'll probably be more on the lines of they the kids solve the problem and or fix it, and just as the Ghostbusters pull up to kind of like, okay, we're here, we already got it covered. Well, shit, then here, you know what? Fuck it. If you guys don't need us, you guys can handle it. All right? And then kind of one of those things. Like, I don't know how prevalent all three of them are going to be in it. I mean, right. who knows? You just got to wait and find out. Or didn't, what's her face? Um, Sigourney Weaver had a kid in the second movie. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, that was that was how many years ago? Um, it, it wouldn't be a kid. It'd be a, an adult. It's almost 25 years ago. Okay, so maybe, just maybe, was it a boy? Yeah, it was a boy. Boy. Like, what if... Oscar. Right, so what if Oscar is now 25 years old and he's maybe married with a kid? You know, uh, that would be... See, my biggest you know. problem is, is that Rick Moranis needs to come out of retirement and start 
acting again more regularly. I think we need more Rick Moranis <laughs> oh, characters. We need more Rick Moranis. Is what <laughs> you're saying. How about Potts? Annie Potts. Well, she's well, doing. She's doing, she's doing the young uh, Sheldon now. She's like the grandmother on yeah. that show. She's Minima on that. So I don't know if she, you know, she can get out of that for the film or whatever. But Ghostbusters. Uh, All right. Well, speaking of stuff coming back, um, apparently, remember you and us. You mentioned too the X Men the animated series team is approaching Disney about a continuation of the of the of the uh, show, the '90s cartoon version. Yes. According to the Hollywood Reporter, the series' creative team is aiming to approach Disney, which now holds the rights to the characters, about a continuation of the series. Uh, as a quote, the one thing we like to do more than anything else is continue where we left off, series producer and director Larry Houston said. That outlet reports the series' aesthetic might change in the revival. Details about consideration Disney would have to take in reviving the property were not mentioned. It was not made clear whether the team would approach the studio. So it's basically kind of like a, uh, running for five seasons from 92 to 97, it, the X-Men the Animated Series is often considered one of the best comic book-based cartoon sh- cartoons ever. Second best. Second best. I'm going to call Oh, what's Bat- the first? Batman the, the Animated, animated series. series. Oh, okay. Um, the show is notable for its mature storytelling and complex characters. Among many stories from the comics adapted to the series was the Dark Phoenix Saga, which recently been brought to the big screen. As the rights to the Marvel heroes previously held by Fox now belong to Disney, the X-Men and Fantastic Four are fair game for future Marvel Studio films. However, Marvel Studio President Kevin Feige says fans shouldn't expect to see the X-Men and Marvel Cinematic Universe for very a very long for a long a very long time. Uh there you go. And would you I mean to me it sounds like more of a hey, look, since Disney has Disney Plus and they're always looking for new content, we got an idea. Remember the X-Men show? You own it now. Huh? <laughs> like, how about give us another chance? <laughs> We're on our knees here. It was the big thing on Fox Kids. It's got to go. You know, it's going to work. It's going to work for you guys. My money's running out. Uh, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Um, what do you think? I mean, you were a big fan of the show, so. Oh, I love the show. I mean, that was right? to, to me for... Uh, it was it was tough to really at one point to say which was better the X Men or Batman. I mean the thing I right. love them both dearly. I have a both. I had X Men before I had Batman the animated series. Well, that's just, to, yeah, they didn't have it yet. It released yet, but you know, but it was the thing like I because I, I was finally remembering it more and more with that. But the thing is that when I saw the when I got Batman the box set for it and I was watching both of those, you know, I'm watching those and I'm like. Yeah, you know what? I can't. I can't knock Batman as the as the number one. But right. that's not the reason of this article. Um, would I like to see? Sure. I mean, like, who wouldn't like you know type of thing? But here's the thing: it's it's it's. I I don't think it's a no, but I don't think it's a, a right now, not right now kind of thing. Right. Because one of the things that they're going to do is they're going to rebrand the whole thing. I mean, yeah. basically, like this this Dark Phoenix is done. They spent a lot of money. The only reason why it's out in the theaters is because they're trying to recoup. Right. What they spent, basically, trying to get some money out right. you know, back from it, you know, because like I said, I walked out of the theater and a lot of people didn't like it, you know, right. kind of thing, and I understood why they didn't like it, you know, and, and and but I like I said enjoyed it. So I don't like. I think it's just like it's this is out because they like I said they wanted to recoup money, so now it becomes a bad taste in people's mouth. Going, yeah, I don't know if the enemy series is going to really going to work out. Right. Maybe he's not going to do too well. We're going to hopefully break even on this at least, right. you know, the type of thing. So what they're going to do is, I mean, like Disney XD had a Guardians of the Galaxy TV series. Because, I think they still do. 
Well, I mean, I'm saying uh, like around when the movies came out because they were trying to push that sure. more, you know, strike while the iron's hot, exactly type of thing. So that's why I think they're going to do when they come up with a concept that's going to be Disney approved and and be able to really market to the masses. I wouldn't be surprised if you saw a '92 new '92 X Men right. series or well, uh, a new X Men series coming out. That's like the old series because it's like, hey, they were successful, blah, blah, blah. We can build off of this. We can really launch it. And that, you know, thing. Sure. But they have to come up with a live action series first and then go back to the, doing yeah. the animated series. All right. Well, uh, my final article for the evening is kind of yeah, more of a fluff piece, I would say. Um, since we're talking movies and actors and what they're in, Gwyneth Paltrow apparently didn't know she was in Spider Man Homecoming. <laughs> Okay. Okay. She was probably filmed at the same time. Well, here's here's the story. There's there's a new series on Netflix called um, The Chef Show, and it's John Favreau's show. He basically had a movie called The Chef. Uh, Chef. Chef, Right. Well, he kind of put it to TV where he has people coming in and and doing stuff, like, you know, cooking things. Um, On the first episode, apparently, has um, Paltrow comes on. There's also another um, episode with um, Robert Downey Jr. and Tom Holland, Hmm. you know. Um, So he basically. He has guests to help cook, and the pepper, the pepper pot, which is a vegan stew named after the MCU character. Just four and a half minutes into the episode, Paltrow is confronted with a story about cooking while working on Homecoming. Um, here it is, basically. Uh, Favreau said we were. This is where this is the 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 back and forth that happened. Favreau was like, we were actually doing it when we were filming Spider Man. That was the first time. Uh, we just brought a film crew with us down to Atlanta, and we and we cooked that. And Paltrow was like, Spider Man. He's like, well, yeah, we were on Spider-Man together. Remember? We were on Spider-Man. We weren't in Spider-Man. Yes, we were. You were in Spider-Man. No, I was in the Avengers. No, but Spider-Man also. Remember Spider-Man at the end? Tom Holland's there, and you're going to walk out and do the press conference and give the ring. Oh, yes. That was Spider-Man? Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, she must have been really tired with those long shoot days. Or, or, you know, like, maybe it is one of those things where, like you said, she might have been filming two... Two things at once. Two once. Like, that could have been, for all she knew, part of the Avengers or part of Iron Man 3 or 4. I'm so sleepy. Just sign here, Gwena. Just sign (laughs) here. (laughs) No, I mean, I think it's along the lines of is that they, you know, since it's so secretive, they probably gave him, like, a bizarre script. Sure. To, like, shoot, and it makes no sense. But all they have to do is, like, this is the today shoot, like, whatever. Right, right. Scenes she might have I, thought it was a deleted scene or whatever. Right. You know, and that, that's the thing. Like, a lot of things they say, like, this might run into the cutting room floor. This might make it. We don't know. But, sure. but we're going to shoot it anyway. And that's what she probably did. And she probably didn't see it in, you know, Avengers. And was like, oh, well, whatever. You know, right. like, kind she, of thing. She, she, I got paid either way. You know, like, I made my money off of it. Right. One day she's working on Spider-Man's Homecoming for, like, a day because to film that one shot. And the next thing you know... Uh, doesn't end, um, Avengers Infinity War has her and Tony talking about getting that could about being married and planning the wedding? Right. So maybe in her head that was the same movie, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you because know? <laughs> it came out right after. It's like yeah. it's, it's it's possible, you know. Yeah, and that's the same. They were shooting so much at one time that they like 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 actors didn't know what scene yeah. for what because they were like that's why like. I think a lot of them didn't want to talk about it because it's like, I don't know if this is for Endgame right. or this is for Infinity War. I don't know. Like, you know, I got, I got to figure this out. So, uh, you know, and that's weird. I mean, it, uh, <laughs> it I really mean, is. You know, it's, it's, it's one of those things where like, okay, like maybe she just didn't know. Maybe she was tired. Or maybe she's just ditzy. 
Like, you know, she like, had a blonde moment. Yeah, you know, it could have been one of those I mean, moments. You know, it's, it's, it's one of those power moves that, you know, you, know, you just go, oh, really? Like, like I'm going to laugh oh, at this, you know, like. Oh, like I was look, how, look how endearing I am. I'm so like, sweet. Yeah, Give me more rolls. Right. What's in the box? What's uh, in the box? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there you had it, folks. There was a show. Um, oh, I wanted to say yeah. two, two things for the horror groups okay. that, that, uh, that enjoy horror. I'm sure you got some listeners that do. Sure, sure. Uh, Swamp Thing, unfortunately, was canceled. Yeah. So after the 10 episodes of the first season, there won't be any more Swamp Thing with Derek Mears. And the second thing I wanted to say, because, you know, us horror people are all excited, tomorrow, which will be actually your past by the time of this broadcast, Monday the 10th, the trailer for Three from Hell from Rob Zombie is dropping. Oh, okay. The sequel to... Devil's uh, Rejects and right. House of a Thousand Corpses. All right. And we are really excited. Devil's Rejects is one of my all-time favorite movies. It is movies, a good movie. And I just cannot wait for this trailer. I would, I would say it's not... To me, I, I wouldn't say it falls under the genre of horror movies either. The, the Devil's Rejects. Oh, it, 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 fall, it could fall under a couple because it, of how it was filmed. To me, it was, it was very, very dramatic. It was very, mm-hmm. like, it was completely 180 from uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. Oh, totally, yeah. And it was so good. I mean, it was, it was at the end, you kind of, as weird as it sounds, like it's one of those movies where you kind of feel bad for the bad guys. Like, you know how you felt bad for, if you have a heart, you felt bad for King Kong. If you have a heart, you felt bad for, um, that sounds probably your phone. Um, you felt bad for Frank Langella's Dracula in 1979 when he played Dracula. Mm-hmm. You felt like you have the villain, but yet you still feel kind of bad for them. I, I, yeah. I felt that's how I felt in Devil's Rejects. It was like, man, all they want to do is just get away. Sure, they murdered a lot of people, but <laughs> they deserve to get away. Tootie <laughs> <laughs> fucking fruity. I agree with you. Yeah. All right. Well, there you have it, folks. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, uh, I was, you know, he's now he got me thinking about horror movies. The fact is that, you know, because I did see Devil's Rejects, by the way. Right. Which because of, of me. Because of you. He forced me to watch it one day. And I was like, because you, you don't think it would be that bad. I'm like, it wasn't. It was a really good movie. I actually enjoyed that one. You know, I don't think I'd watch A House of a Thousand Corpses, but I, it was enjoyable. But I do want to mention two trailers that I saw today when I saw Dark Phoenix. One was the uh, It Chapter 2. Yeah. That was really good. I scared the shit out of me. I was like, first really, oh, wow. Great. Really, first one was great. It was really, really, really uh, the beginning of it because they showed the first like couple minutes of it, and it was really bizarre because there was an old woman living in a house. Right. And, oh, and, I seen that trailer yeah, we like two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, and I was just like, I was like, especially <laughs> she walked by in the underwear. Yeah, it was. And the other one was this was its most worst movie ever. It's coming out this year. It's called it's called Crawler. It's an alligator movie. It's, it's basically oh, like a, yeah. a rainstorm comes over a, a flood or whatever in this town and all. And the mayor's like, get out because we can't save you. There, blah blah blah. Uh-huh. It's too big or whatever. And then this this family who gets trapped and tries to call for help and all. And there's gators like trying to attack him each time. It looked like a sci-fi like Saturday <laughs> movie. Like Jaws that. for oh, a wow. gator. Yeah, it was right. it was just terrible looking. So I just wanted to mention that. But all right, that's Very it. Cool. All right. Well, then uh, thank you all for listening to Geeksters. Uh, don't forget if you haven't already, go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. And of course, if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard on the show, you can contact him at Ed at WordsWithGeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at Sean at WordsWithGeeks.com. It's S H A W N. Excelsior! That was wonderful. Bravo! I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good. Yeah, it could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away! Hey, boo! Boo!